Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the CBS News Roundup ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Meeting at the CDC. To recommend who should get the coronavirus vaccine first. Hospitals at the brink. We want help. We do not have enough nursing staff. Education in a pandemic. Grade schoolers falling way behind in math. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. With two promising coronavirus vaccines in the pipeline, the Centers for Disease Control is poised today to recommend who will be first in line to get them once they get the green light. Reporter Sabrina Cupid is in Atlanta. It looks like the first phase would include health care personnel who work in long-term care facilities, outpatient home health care, pharmacies, emergency medicine, and public health. And then the next phase would include essential workers like food services, education, police and firefighters, and then those considered high risk, and that would include those 65 and older. A document obtained by CBS News indicates December 15th, two weeks from today, is the target date for states to start getting the Pfizer vaccine. The one from Moderna would come a week later. In the meantime, as CBS's David Begno tells us, hospitals in some parts of the country are in full crisis mode because of the surge in virus cases. Our nursing staff is getting a little fatigued at this point. So. This is Dr. Gina Hunky of Deaconess Hospital in Evansville, Indiana. She says the ongoing coronavirus pandemic is taking a toll on frontline workers. And nationwide, the flood of new coronavirus patients is showing no signs of slowing down. Hospitals in New York State are already short-staffed, prompting the governor there to announce emergency hospital measures. Now, his plan includes a call for retired doctors and nurses to return to the front lines. Hospital capacity is the top concern. To the West now, Governor Gavin Newsom warned that he may institute lockdowns in the hardest hit counties. You can see in mid-December, California, the ICU beds will be at 112 percent. Many Americans are still resisting basic efforts to control the virus. I'll resist. Take Rapid City, South Dakota. Last night, residents debated implementing a stricter mask ordinance, not a mask mandate after that state led the nation in coronavirus deaths per capita this month. Dr. Scott Atlas is stepping down as science advisor to President Trump. Atlas is a neuroradiologist with no experience in infectious diseases. And CBS's Dr. David Agus says he was an outspoken critic of steps to control the virus. He pushed people that they didn't necessarily need to wear masks and that the behavioral changes that we know would stop the virus, and there was clear data behind them, weren't necessary. And I think that uh, obviously influenced the president. As the pandemic drags on, things are only getting worse for millions of us who've lost work or have seen their businesses go under. 
CBS's Nancy Cordes tells us if any lifeline could be coming from Congress. On Capitol Hill today, Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell is going to testify that the pace of economic recovery has moderated. It has slowed. And Treasury Secretary Steven Mnuchin is also going to testify. He's going to urge Congress to pass a bipartisan bill to distribute about $450 billion in unused funds from the March CARES Act. Now, a bill that size might include more funds for business loans and grants, but it probably wouldn't include another round of stimulus checks or a boost in unemployment insurance. That is something that is very important to Democrats. From the political battle there to the one still being waged by President Trump over the election four weeks ago. CBS's Ed O'Keefe tells us states are acting on the results. Arizona and Wisconsin certified their election results. We do elections well here in Arizona. That's Arizona Republican Governor Doug Ducey, who joins a growing list of Republicans Mr. Trump is lashing out against for not overturning their state's legal results. The president called on Georgia's Republican Governor Brian Kemp to overrule Georgia's Republican Secretary of State, who's disputed Mr. Trump's claims of voter fraud. There are those who are exploiting the emotions of many Trump supporters with fantastic claims, half-truths, misinformation. A new analysis takes on how the pandemic has affected school children. CBS's Vicki Barker. Of more than 4 million children who took a standardized online test, most have made some progress in reading since the pandemic began, but many have fallen far behind in math. And the study authors warn that the true impact on learning is likely far, far worse because a disproportionately large number of poor and minority students weren't in school for those assessments this fall, and they've likely lost even more ground. Parts of the nation's midsection are dealing with some bad weather. CBS's Errol Barnett is in northern Ohio. This has just been relentless all morning. Out on the roads, driving is precarious, not just here in Ohio, but down as far south as Kentucky and as far as Georgia. Heavy rain caused flash flooding in parts of the northeast. Fire Captain Frank Colelli says strong winds did damage in Montgomery Township, Pennsylvania. 16 residential units that were damaged, one with the roof completely missing. There's a runoff election in Georgia today to fill the House seat held by the late civil rights legend John Lewis. The winner will serve till January 3rd. Democrat Nakima Williams won the November election for the full two-year term. A South Carolina couple claims they're being held captive in the British Virgin Islands. CBS's Meg Oliver says Lynn and John Hines have been held since mid-November after accidentally sailing too close to shore. The couple says they, along with a friend and boat captain, were detained after their ship accidentally veered into the territory. We immediately turned the vessel around, but before we got back to the waters, the uh, British Virgin Islands came up upon us and they said, you need to drop your sails and you need to follow us. The British Virgin Islands has banned U.S. citizens because of the coronavirus. In a statement, the local government said the persons were charged with illegal entry without the permission of an immigration officer. But the couple says they've yet to hear that from customs or immigration officials. Nobody would tell us why we were here. We want out. We want to go home. We did nothing wrong. From Romania, word that a metal monolith that turned up four days ago in a mountainous region is now gone. Similar to the monolith that appeared, then disappeared in the Utah desert. Amazon says it rang up $4.8 billion in worldwide sales from Black Friday through Cyber Monday. That's an increase of more than 60% from a year ago. Things won't be the same for people looking to take part in a holiday tradition in a very untraditional pandemic year. 
No lingerers allowed this season at New York City's Rockefeller Center Christmas tree. Mayor Bill de Blasio and Rock Center's owner Tishman Spire have announced a socially distanced five-minute viewing limit. Visitors will have to line up to take turns at viewing pods six feet apart with a limit of four people per pod. There'll be sign-ups for virtual queues, providing alerts when it's time to go back. The tree will be lit up tomorrow night. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Overseas, normally bustling Christmas markets will be quiet this year from Nuremberg, Germany to Strasbourg, France and Belgium's capital, Brussels. Most have been canceled. In some smaller towns, events will take place with restrictions. That's the World News Roundup for the 1st of December. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com slash survey. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary and it's not boring. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. I'm going to be your financial coach, someone who brings common sense and an insider's perspective on how to manage your money and your emotions. And I promise we are going to have a little bit of fun along the way. Have a question from retirement to career changes to college funding? Just send us an email at askjill at jillonmoney.com. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. Inspired by the hit podcast American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House. Each chapter will bring you inside the fierce power struggles, the world-altering decisions, and shocking scandals that have shaped our nation. You'll be there when the very foundations of the White House are laid in 1792, and you'll watch as the British burn it down in 1814. Then you'll hear the intimate conversations between FDR and Winston Churchill as they make plans to defeat Nazi forces in 1941. And you'll be in the Situation Room when President Barack Obama approves the raid to bring down the most infamous terrorist in American history. Pre-order The Hidden History of the White House now in hardcover or digital editions wherever you get your books.